Hi everyone, I'm April Callis Birchmeyer. I'm a certified change management professional and project management professional. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about professional development and how incredibly important it is to our own growth and our own development as, uh, as individuals. And I think it's especially important to talk about now because May and because you know things are blooming, trees are starting to get their leaves back where I live in Michigan. And it feels as though there's a new beginning and we're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel in terms of our COVID pandemic um, in the sense that people are getting vaccinated. Even though there's raging pandemics in the world, um, there does seem to be a bit of hope with the vaccine. And so it's an exciting time, I think, and also a time when you can still really dig in for the year and do some great professional development for yourself. And by that, I mean, I'd love to see you pursue some sort of a certification. For many folks, that's a PMP certification. And that's the project management professional. I feel like it's kind of the gold standard in the PMI world. And it's a difficult certification to, to get, but once you have it, once you've gotten through that um, studying, the training and the test, uh, you have that PMP and that can really help you to escalate um, your visibility in your organization and it can help accelerate your career, which is I think extremely valuable. The other certification that I think it's important to look toward is the Certified Change Management Professional. And that's the CCMP, and that comes from the Association of Change Management Professionals, ACMP. It's a relatively new certification. It just started in 2016. And because it's so new, with that certification, which means that if you combine both the PMP and the CCMP, you're one of less than 2,000 in the world. So it's a, it's a really big um, certification to add if you like organizational change management, if you are in project management and you find yourself, or in HR many times as well, and you find yourself in that little Venn diagram of communications and training and business redesign, um, and the place where those overlap and tend to um, kind of fall into one role is organizational change management. And so, I've been um, an organizational change management consultant. Um, I have a consulting company, and I've also been providing uh, organizational change for a number of technology solutions um, for the past 20 years. And I would have to tell you that the combination of the PMP and the CCMP is a fantastic combination to have because I can talk with professional project managers all day long. I understand the terminology. I understand the project plan. I know which end is up. And then I can share my certified change management uh, hat <laughs> with them and give them a change plan that we can incorporate into the project milestones as well. So I feel like that's a, an incredibly important combination. Uh, I also want to tell people that coaching is a great combination also, if you're a PMP and you want to go and, and get a coaching certification, that's a great tool because you are able to then use that coaching ability and that 
um, knowledge and skills that you've developed through the coaching certification process. And you can apply that to working with stakeholders, working with sponsors, working with uh, your technical team, and working with end users on a project. So I think that's a really important certification as well. There's so many different things you can um, choose in terms of certifications. I know I was on a, in a conference about a week ago and somebody was talking about the Discipline Agile um, Scrum Master certification. I think it's a DASM certification. And that was very interesting to me. It's a smaller certification, so you can get it more quickly. It's not as um, in-depth as the PMP or the CCMP, but it's excellent. I know a lot of HR professionals who have the SPHR, and that's a big certification for them. They have to take an exam uh, and then maintain their certification with PDUs. And I'm thinking about this because I do have a course coming up starting May 18th that has uh, 22 PDUs that are approved by SHRM for recertification and also for ACMP to um, as a qualified education provider for ACMP so they can count toward your training for the CCMP exam. So if you want to know more about that, please just connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd be happy to share more information. I'm also thinking a lot about change and change management and how essential that will be in the next five years. You know, as we think about um, different megatrends, PMI, uh, just put out an article that identified five megatrends. And I wanted to share that with you because I think these five megatrends are going to impact change and impact the way we do things for the next five to 10 years. Um, and those, and I'll happily post on my LinkedIn account, I'll post this um, link to this article because I think these megatrends are very interesting. Um, they are COVID-19 is a megatrend that has been identified. These are, uh, this is something that's going to dominate project economy um, and uh, climate crisis is going to also dominate the project economy. I think that's an important megatrend as well. Civil, civic and equality movements will also dominate our uh, future, I believe. And I think that that's been identified in the PI, PMI megatrend report. Shifting globalization dynamics and then mainstream artificial intelligence. And I think all of this is really fascinating because every of these megatrends means a great deal of organizational change and personal change. And you can't have organizational change without personal change. You have to have both because an organization is made up of individuals and the organization cannot change unless the individuals adopt change. So individuals choose to change and then the organization is changed as a result, which means that it's important to spend time talking with other professionals, talking with individuals and stakeholders and end users who are going through change to help them adopt this change. And I don't think it's impossible for people who are um, to not to, for people who are hesitant about a change, I don't think it's impossible for them to get to the adoption phase. For many years, I taught uh, public speaking. And one of the things that I would teach was that it was very hard to persuade people 
who had a very fixed, firm opinion about something. It was much easier to persuade people who had little opinion. And so when we were working on our persuasive speeches, everybody would have to kind of lay out their plan for how they were going to persuade somebody who really didn't have an opinion, which was a relatively easy presentation, and then what they would do to deal with somebody who had a very resistant opinion to our, our idea. And I do remember so um, vividly the fact that, you know, many of the students would get frustrated or give up and think it's impossible to help somebody who's already has an opinion change their opinion. But today I was, people who are COVID vaccine resistant or hesitant, they've been saying COVID vaccine hesitant, and how many of them are changing their opinion, which I thought was quite remarkable. And the thing that was helping these folks who were hesitant, who didn't want to get the COVID-19 vaccine, the thing that number one uh, reason they were changing their opinion was that a physician, um, their family doctor, or somebody that they trusted close to them spoke directly to them and said, this is why I think you should change your opinion. And here is fact and here's information. And not only did they give the facts and information, because we can find those many places, but they told the story. They told a story to those folks who were hesitant. For one woman, she said the story that she heard was that she likes to go with her family to Yankees games. And she realized that if they weren't vaccinated, it was going to be extremely hard for them to have to wear masks the whole time and they would have to social distance. And she thought, I don't want to get the vaccine, but even more than that, I don't want to have to wear a mask to a Yankees game and be socially distant from people in the stands. I think that was an interesting appeal to her um, heart. And, and it was a great story for her to understand how not having a COVID-19 vaccine would impact her life. So I'm not... I'm not here to say yes, no, that you should or should not, but I think it's interesting to find out what are the stories that make people change their minds. I saw another uh, individual in that article, they were talking about the fact that they wanted to visit with their grandchildren, but their children said, unless they um, had the COVID vaccine, they were not going to let the grandchildren come over and visit the grandparents. And that story was not the story that they wanted to tell. When they heard that that was the story, dad to overcome and um, their opinion, overcome their hesitancy and get vaccinated because the story that was really compelling to them was the story where the grandparents can see and take care of and play with their grandchildren. So when I talk about helping people to adopt change, I think so, so many times we go right to the facts, you know, Here's the facts. Here's some information about why you should do this. But I think what's even more and more interesting is what's the story? What is the story of the benefit of this change? I get to see my grandchildren. I get to go to baseball. I can travel and go on vacation. Um, I think it's such an interesting uh, perspective to think about this COVID-19 megatrend and the vaccinations that are kind of 
going along and the hesitancy and then the understanding that without adoption of certain behavior, other behaviors are limited. So it gives us a great insight into how important it is to appeal to somebody's emotions with a story of the benefit of change. I think also talking about climate crisis um, and helping people to adopt new behaviors and to change old behavior to have an impact on the cr climate crisis is very interesting and it's going to be a really hot topic, I think, for uh, change management professionals and project managers. Um, civil, civic, and equality movements, I think, actually will have a tremendous impact on HR professionals as well as change management professionals. And then looking at the shifting globalization dynamics, I think will affect everybody. I don't think there's anyone who won't be impacted by that. And then of course, this new idea of uh, mainstream artificial intelligence. You know, there's so much artificial intelligence that's already in our homes that we barely recognize. I know many um, folks have an Alexa, um, oh, I just said her name here and she's next to me. I have an Alexa device or a Google Home, something like that. We're using our, our artificial intelligence to help you get through, you know, tasks in the day. But there's so many other uses for artificial intelligence and it's going to change the way that we do so many things. So I think this is an area where project management professionals and change management professionals can really come together and, and kind of uh, look at, you know, what is it that is going to impact all of, the, all of our um, and really be impacting these organizations and how do we help people understand that story of the change, the benefit of the change, so able to adopt that change. They're able to reduce their hesitancy or to understand a different idea of why that change is needed. So when I'm thinking about professional development right now, and I'm thinking about springtime and growth, you know, when we choose to invest in ourselves and to professionally develop ourselves by gaining new skills and pursuing new goals, and um, we have a tremendous downstream impact to others. You know, our choice to become more proficient, more knowledgeable, to add skills and abilities to ourselves really impacts every do and all of the people that we connect with. So I would really encourage you this month to take time to think through what would you like to accomplish by the end of the year? Because you have to, and you just need to have a plan to get there. So take some time, think through how you'd like to add to your skill set, think about what appeals to you and what kind of speaks to your heart about project management, HR professionals, or uh, change management, and then pursue it. Go find it and see what you can do in the next six months in terms of getting a certification, higher skills, or even a new uh, role if that's what you're looking for. So I appreciate your time today. I've enjoyed talking with you and I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. Take care.